Salespeople don't like cold calling. Buyers don't like being cold called. So on that basis, cold calling is dead as a sales technique. But is that really true? Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody to episode 63 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming sales, delivering awesome presentations and winning more sales pitches. So I hope you've enjoyed the uh, the last few uh, podcasts where I try to do things a little bit differently. A couple of weeks ago, did the one that I recorded at the park run. Got some great feedback from that. Thank you very much, everybody, for contributing that. And then I went to the London Business Show, did a little podcast about what I saw there as well. So this week's episode is about cold calling. And that's a very traditional thing in sales, isn't it? It's a term that everybody's been used for a long time. And of course, you know, cold calling has a certain reputation, doesn't it? Everybody assumes cold calling is about people just bombarding you with phone calls or knocking on your door <laughs> incessantly and until you say yes. Well, that's the that's the de- you know, that's the poor relationship side if you like of cold calling. But in this episode, we look into whether actually there is a part for cold calling to play in the current sales environment. So I've got some great contributions coming up from some of my LinkedIn connections who very kindly contributed and uh, shared their thoughts and ideas with me. So I'm going to share what they're thinking about cold calling as well. Why did cold calling come up as something? Well, I was delivering a workshop recently, actually to a bunch of creative people, artists, people like that. And they were from all over the place and they all came together for this for this sales workshop. And one of the things that we talked about was how do you get your paintings into a gallery? And they talked about email in the gallery and uh, trying to connect with them on social media. But we concluded that actually probably the best way was to get a targeted list of the galleries that they really think would work and then simply turn up paintings under their arm (laughs) so they could show their work because it was very difficult for them to show their work in an email. It was also very difficult for them to get over their message in an email as well. Part of what I did with them in the sales workshop was that I worked with them on my crops sales model, which I covered in a very early episode of, of this podcast. Now, the crop sales model is, is a five-step sales skill model, really, and it's, it's connection, it's relationship, it's opportunity, it's proposal, and it is success. And the first step, that connection or conversation, is really important. And of course, today, we want to connect and start the conversation. I, you know, A lot of people want to do that without any personal interaction. And what I mean by personal interaction is we don't want to actually see people look them in the eye or phone them up. We want to do it by email and we want to do it by social message. But does that really work? You know, we send an email which no one opens because they get hundreds of emails every day. We send a social message which, you know, no one sees because there's millions of social messages being sent every minute of every day. So those two mechanisms are fine, but do they really work today? And are you better off actually considering thinking about making some cold calls and the investment in time that takes either in person, ideally, or on the phone? So, you know, food for thought. Let's have a think about whether cold calling could work for you.
when I started as a sales rep about 100 years ago, <laughs> I was one of six sales rep. And we had two office telephones between us. And uh, most of you most of you will have no idea about office telephones anymore. They don't exist, do they? Um, but in those days, we had two phones and one was an outside line. Uh, the other one, you had to go through somebody sitting in a little room somewhere, goodness knows where, and ask them to get you an outside line and put you through. I mean, <laughs> you can't believe how old-fashioned this sounds, can you? But the point was that the best way of meeting new people and, and, and contacting them was to simply be out there. So we all had a, you know, a patch, as we call it. And I would spend most of my time out and about, which is great because that's just what I preferred. I mean, you know, my, my preference, as I think most salespeople ultimate preference is, is to be talking to customers, be out there, meeting people, not stuck in your office doing administration and filling in call sheets and other ridiculous forms, you know, cause so managers can track what you're doing and all that nonsense. We'll deal with that in another episode. <laughs> but, you know, the most exciting thing about it was just turning up and, and having conversations with people. Now, do any of you go networking? Because if you go networking, then you're cold calling, aren't you? Is that right? I mean, one of our uh, one of the contributors, um, were Jim Trevelyan, Jim Trevelyan, and uh, Jim's uh, been in management for about twenty years, and he's worked in radio and all sorts of things. And Jim's response in my LinkedIn profile was to say that he felt that, you know, he said he said, "Is networking a lazy person's form of cold calling?" <laughs> well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because if you go networking, the idea is to meet new people, start new conversations. So, in a sense, is that any different to uh, going out? You know, just calling on people uh, in business, trying to get to see them and having that conversation. Who knows? Well, we'll we'll explore that as we go through this uh, this podcast here today. So, but you know, the, the point being is that a cold call is a way of making a new connection. It is a way of starting a conversation. The problem is that people, when you talk about cold call, assume that you're there to sell, 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 and that you're not going to let go until you do sell. So I know a lot of salespeople who cold call very successfully. Um, And of course, don't forget that sometimes buyers, and I think I might put myself in this category, prefer calls to actually um, emails for two reasons. One is that I'm not a great typist. And if I get an email from somebody and uh, I think, oh, I've got to type a reply to this, then there's a danger I, I won't bother. I mean, I in all fairness, I do dictate a lot of email replies, but I've still got to check them. So if you're gonna, if you want to sell me something, then give me a call um, because it's easier for me to deal with a call. And they, hey, okay, I may not take your call if I'm in a meeting or delivering a workshop or something like that. And, and that's how other people will be as well. So if you do make cold telephone calls, then think about before you make the call several things. Think about what you're going to want to say, how you're going to introduce yourself. Um, what you're going to say if, of course, the message goes to answer phone, or you know you get to a voicemail either on a mobile or through a voice box on a on a telephone system somewhere. So, what else did everybody have to share with me from my LinkedIn uh, people? Let's have a look at some of the things that people kindly shared. Jason Vaughan. Jason's a senior lecturer in marketing at Northampton University. And I met Jason um, earlier this year when I delivered a keynote address for the marketing students at uh, at the University of Northampton. And Jason, Jason's view of cold calling is that it needs to be carefully targeted and the caller needs to have a relevant and valuable 
offer. And I think he's absolutely right on that basis, isn't it? There's no just, if you call people who, you know, really aren't a fit for what you're trying to offer, then what's the point of that? that that's a waste of time for them. It's a waste of time for you. Because if you get into the mindset of thinking, right, you're going to identify those people who really would genuinely benefit from what you're offering, then that's going to be advantageous to them because they may not know about you. And what you have to offer, your product or service, could be just what they need to take their business forward. And that's all part of having that positive mindset about cold calling. It's not a case of, yeah, I've got 20 people to ring. I'm just going to ring them and see what happens. <laughs> okay, It is about making sure that you think, yeah, this is going to be great for them as well as me, hopefully. So again, you have, you know, do your research and get that right. Now, Loretta Bailey, Loretta Bailey works for Towgate Insurance. And Loretta kindly said some nice things about a presentation I gave at a, at a business event. But she also uh, talked about how she cold calls. Now, Towergate Insurance, you know, clearly an insurance company. And you, most people think insurance salespeople, cold calls, don't want to buy insurance, all that sort of stuff. So that's, uh, yeah, that's probably a tough gig, isn't it, for Loretta? But very interestingly, what Loretta said was that she says, uh, I think a lot of the context works with calling too. Cold calling, she says, is my number one income driver. Um, but she's finding it's she says it's the way she approaches the call that makes the difference. So in other words, the first 30 seconds or even 10 seconds, probably, of the interaction that she has with the person who picks up the call in her mind is the crucial thing. And she just lets her personality flow. She has a nice conversation. She asks interesting questions, that sort of thing. Jackie Gregory is a cold call expert. And Jackie works for businesses doing cold calls on their behalf, as far as I understand from what she's put here. And she says, you know, it's, it's a, for her, it's, it's a tremendous thing. But, you know, Jackie is, a, is an expert in this. She does it all the time. So, but she quite rightly says that emails, you know, will often go to spam. Um, people never, you know, she often contacts people who uh, who have had an, you know, they'll talk to her on the phone and she'll mention an email she sent to them and they've never noticed it or received it or anything. And that is the challenge, ladies and gentlemen, you know, because we're talking about the business to business sector here. But it is a challenge, isn't it, to get through. You can send an email and, and then you wonder why no one ever replies. Because, you know, people aren't beating a path to your door. You've got to work hard to get on their radar. So making a cold call can get on their radar. Stephen Dabney. Now, Stephen's an old colleague of mine, actually. He's now working for a... He's now the commercial manager at the Soho Lightning Company. But Stephen, you know, is a, he's a very well-prepared guy. And, and, he, and that comes through in his notes here. He says that it involves research on the company. He says, make sure you've got the correct name of the person you want to talk to. Do your homework. Think about why they might need your offer. So establish a need and, and just also try and find out, if you can, the best time to call somebody. That's interesting, isn't it? What is the best time to call somebody on the phone or just turn up? There's a great podcast, the Salesman Podcast. Look that up as well. And the guy who runs that, he uh, works in medical supply sales. It's called Tom, and he would call surgeons about half seven in the morning because he knew that's when they were on their way to the office. And they might be in their car, pick it up on their hands free, and they had you know, nothing else going on. So he established that was the best time for him to call those particular people. Also, finally, got a contribution from Billy Little. Now, Billy's an account executive. Billy's a real character, and he's a young person who's involved with the uh, university, the marketing department at the University of Northamptonshire as well. And, and you know, he's a, he's a very forward thinker, Billy. And he, Billy says, you know, who is being targeted? Is it relevant for them? You know, what's the level of involvement they want to have with a sale? 
Yeah, you know, is there a prior relationship with the brand at all? Establish that. So you've got something to work on, you know, could something have happened in the past between them? And, you know, what, what is their prior brand attitude to it? And also, of course, establish who you're going to call and, you know, what do you know about them as well? <laughs> so so thank you very much, everybody, who contributed via LinkedIn to today's podcast. That's, that's really, really useful. So, so cold calling. So I think you should do some cold calling. So I'm going to share with you now five top tips on how to do cold calling. So tip number one, which came out from a lot of the people who kindly contributed to this podcast, is planning and preparation. You really need to nail that. So think about why are you going to make the call? Research the company, the person that you really want to get to. And think about what your outcome of the cold call is. I mean, don't list your outcome as getting a sale because that's unlikely to happen. And it will become obvious when you're on the cold call. So the outcome is probably to get to on the radar, isn't it? To get known, to get some interest, to enable you to follow up with something else. But think about the questions that you want to ask the person and make sure that when you do cold call that you focus on them and the company. And you can do that through asking great questions. Lots of cold calls will go wrong if all you do is when you, as soon as you get in there or as soon as someone picks up the phone, you start going on about how great you are. You know, think about the podcasts you've heard me talk about in presentations. When you start your presentation banging the drum, hey, we're brilliant, hey, we're this, hey, we're that. What happens? People lose interest. It's the same with a cold call. So make sure you focus on the person. And, you, you know, one of the great questions I always say to people when I'm talking to them for the first time is, you know, one of the purposes for making this call or, or coming to see you is, is to see whether actually we are the right fit, whether, you know, what I offer is right for you, because it isn't right for everybody. And that's, that's, quite, that's a good technique, because you're sort of preempting, you're trying to persuade them almost in a sense not to buy from you, because, you know, there's no point in selling your product or service to somebody who doesn't really need it. And in the business-to-business sector, that's crucial because this cold call is the start, hopefully, of a long-term relationship. And you have to bear in mind that things take time. You know, you might make a cold call today and you might not get any work for a year. So be patient. That's, you know, that's all part of the planning and the preparation. Number two is have a plan if someone does it, you know, if you're doing face-to-face cold calling, if someone isn't available to see you. That's going to happen. Okay, so here's the plan. It comes in two stages, top tip two and top tip three. So just if if you're going to leave something behind, okay, leave your card and leave your brochure, but make sure you leave something else that's really personal. And I'm working with a company at the moment, and we're working on the basis that they're going to have some printed like notelets, like a like a, a, a version of a greeting card almost, a, a sort of half-sized greeting card with a bit of branding on it. And then the plan is that if they cold call and there's you know the person can't see them, they find out who they need to see, they you know, make friends with somebody, they get someone to pass the information on, but they handwrite a note there and then. So I called in to see you. I've got some really interesting ideas, which I think will benefit your company. Love to uh, try and make an appointment to come and see you. Um, I'll give you a call if I may, you know, uh, that sort of thing. And that neatly segues into number three, which is whatever you do, make friends with as many people as possible and gather as much information as you can. So if you go into a business or you call a business, chances are the person who sees you first or answers your call is not the person that you want to be talking to. So you've got to make friends with them. 
You know, don't sort of try and roll over them or, you know, push them out of the way because they won't let you through if you do that. Um, so you've got to make friends with them. You've got to try and influence them to find out from them who you want to be talking to. That's really, really important. Number four is follow up. So do send some sort of LinkedIn connection message. That's usually the way of following up. And if you did get to see them, that's great. Then you can follow up in a more personalized way. If you didn't get to see them, then you could follow up your call by through, you know, try and track them down on LinkedIn. And if you are in a position to send them a message, then just say, you know, I called in to see you today. I have got some ideas. The sort of thing you also put on the on the leave behind card. And number five is think about how you plan your cold call time as well. So I, when I work with people and they hate the idea of cold calling, especially on the telephone, I say, OK, well, when are you feeling at your best? Are you a morning or an afternoon person? So a morning person. Right. OK, in that case, right. Set aside an hour. Let's say 10 o'clock till 11 o'clock on a Wednesday. And that's when you do your cold calls. Unless, of course, you are you know, just banging out cold calls all day, which is a different thing altogether. But if you're normally in a business and you think, right, so then identify who you're going to call. So you might have 10 people on your list. And you, all you do is you work through the list from 10 to 11. As soon as it's 11 o'clock, you stop. But during that hour, don't get distracted by anything. Switch off your email, switch off your phone, even go and, you know, well, you can't switch off your phone, you're making the calls. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um, but just get yourself away. Go and make the cold calls away from your desk, even if that helps. But just be very focused for that hour. And then when the hour's up, that's it. You're done. And then re and then it's time to sit back and review the results. But you also need to remember, you know, also it's important to have a positive mindset. You know, the three words I bang on about in sales are knowledge, attitude and mindset. And you've got to have a positive mindset when you're making a cold call. You've got to think this person is going to look forward to seeing me because I'm bringing some great stuff to the table that they probably don't know about, which will be of benefit to them. And finally, bonus tip comes from Richard Denny. Richard is a, a well-known sales trainer. He's been around a long time. He's got a book out there called Selling to Win, which he wrote a long, quite a while ago now. But there's one of Richard's key messages is no today doesn't mean no tomorrow. So when you are cold calling, a lot of people will say no to you. But don't, you know, just don't think, oh, that's closed the door completely. It's just maybe the timing is wrong or, you know, things like that. So keep the door open. If you've established some rapport, keep it going. But don't keep it going by sending them lots of saying, oh, have you read my email yet? Or can I come and see you again? Or when are you going to buy from me? Keep feeding through some helpful information, a few little tips, a couple of ideas, you know, how it will benefit their business. You will get on their radar. But that will all be, of course, if you've really decided that that company is one you want to work for and it would be a virtual benefit to you both. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of this uh, this week's podcast. So um, thank you very much for, for listening. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please uh, do leave a review and that sort of thing. Um, I am going to plan to do some interviews during the summer. So I've got several people who've kindly agreed to be interviewed for the podcast, and they're going to share their top tips for sales and presenting. So I need to get organised. <laughs> I need to get the first interview under my belt and then I'll be away. And if any of you are out there listening and you think, yeah, I'd like to be on the podcast, I've got some uh, great you know, sales tips and presentation tips I'd like to share, then drop me an email. 
The email for the podcast is podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. And don't forget, if you and your company need some help with some sales, if you want to re-energize your sales, then I can come along and we can design a bespoke workshop for you and your sales team. And likewise with presentations. So I've got two packages. One's called Sell More. One's called Deliver Awesome Presentations. So if you'd like me to come along and deliver a workshop for your company, then again, drop me that email or give me a call, 07785-390-717. So I'm, I'm sort of filling, starting to fill the diary up for the autumn now as well, so we need a bit of time to plan these things. So think about it for your company, and I'd love to uh, have a conversation with you about that. So there we go. I'm going to be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.